Joining us in the studio, always a pleasure to see our pet expert from Blue Mountain Veterinarian Services. We say hello to Dr. Tina Gray. Dr. Gray, great to have you back. It's always fun to be back, John. Dr. Gray, today we're going to talk about nutrition. Uh, A lot of questions uh, for pet owners who want to do the best for their pets. Um, There are different ranges of the cost of pet food. There's different styles of pet food. There's different... uh, And sometimes they argue amongst themselves. Can you kind of give us a bit of a focus here? Uh, what should we be looking at? What, How much should we be paying for pet food? And, and what are some of the concerns we need to know about our pet's diet? Oh, gosh, John, how many opinions are there about what we should be feeding our pets? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's probably not unlike the myriad of diets there are for humans, and there's some discussion and argument about that. But you know some of the science behind this. And talking about the discussion and argument behind various diets, and and it's constantly evolving. And updating. And updating as the science is finding new things. Um, I'm not picking on any diets because that's just not, that it's not a particular diet. It's a particular style of diet. Okay. Or... Um, a manufacturer who's not doing um, uh, feeding trials. So really the only way to know if a diet works is through feeding trials. Right. Um, actually, I'm, I've uh, just done a newsletter for the clinic um, on nutrition-based disease. So, and um, it's basically um, uh, a lit review, a literature review of the papers that are out right now uh, looking into the increase we're seeing in a, a disease called uh, dilated cardiomyopathy, or DCM. DCM is um, a disease that we first started seeing back in the 80s in cats, and we know it's nutrition-based because we linked it very strongly then to taurine deficiency in cats. So and what's taurine? Taurine is an amino acid okay. th- that uh, is an essential amino acid. That so cats require. That cats Yes, cats require it. We require it. Not only uh, does a new uh, deficiency in that cause heart disease, it can cause eye problems, reproduction problems, uh, spinal cord formation problems, the whole gamut of things. So So it's very important. It's essential. Where does it come from? Where do we get it? Um, some some species can uh, make it, some can't make it. So, But in order to make it, you need two amino acids, sulfur-related amino acids called uh, methionine and cysteine. So those have to be present in the amino acid profile of the uh, ingredients of the diet. Okay. So... Basically, uh, back in the 80s, yeah, we found that it definitely was the taurine deficiency because when we supplemented cats and made sure the diets were supplemented with it, we just don't see that in cats anymore. Okay. But in the early 2000s, we started seeing an increase in DCM in dogs. Now, there are some dogs, like the uh, Golden Retriever has a familial predisposition to... um, uh, cardiomyopathy, dilated cardiomyopathy. Okay. But we're now diagnosing it in increasing numbers, including in breeds like mixed breed dogs mm. and dogs that um, in the past weren't really, that we really didn't see it in. Um, now it can be in any breed. Um, 
So why does that happen? So uh, they've started doing some studies into why this could be, and it seems to be linked to certain diets. Um, the dogs in the studies, when their diet was changed, the DCM began to improve, and in, in most dogs, they came off their medications, and uh, um, uh, some of them completely resolved if it's caught in time. So, uh, obviously, when we're dealing with our pets, we're not we're not making them dinner. <laughs> it's not like we're going to the supermarket and picking out the ingredients that are going to give them a balanced diet. There's no can- Canadian food guide for pets. But well, what, what do we need to... What should we be looking at in our pet food to make sure the bases are covered? Uh, that they've been through extensive feeding trials. Okay. So some of these diets um, will say that they're uh, complete and balanced as per the AVCO feeding. Okay, right? so there is a standard. Yes, but complete and de- balanced depending on how they they. Um, know that. So is it just from analyzing the nutrients mm-hmm. or is it from doing extensive feeding trials and then um, reporting, back. reporting back? Because just because the, the, so some of these diets will say they have taurine at good levels, but we know now that some fiber sources will affect the bioavailability in the body of taurine. This is pretty complicated. It gets really complicated. So I, 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 how, do, I, how does a consumer cut through the chase? What do we do? Talk to your veterinarian. Okay. Um, the the big fad right now that we think, and I hate to say this, and we're not there yet. There's mm-hmm. more studies ongoing, and we need a lot more, a lot better studies. So this isn't conclusive, but your hunch at this point is it's it, there's a very strong link to certain types of diets, and we're pretty sure at this point that the legumes in a diet, so lentils, peas, fava beans, chickpeas, any of those things mm-hmm. um, are related to this because they really interfere with the absorption of uh, taurine in the diet. And there's some pet foods that promote that. Yeah, that's the problem. And and it, it links back to when that started. Mm as to when we started seeing an increase in disease in our dogs. So it's not to say that those diets are necessarily bad, but they may need to be tweaked. And I would imagine, like anything, it might be a part of how much concentration of those ingredients are in a diet. Absolutely. And even even um, looking at the amino acid profile of the ingredients, even a diet that has some of these new um, novel proteins, like if you have a diet that has rabbit in it, we already know that rabbit is really low in taurine. Okay. So right there, you've got potential for a deficiency. So much to consider. If people want to wade through this uh, and find out some more information, where should they go? Again, talk to your veterinarian. Yep. Um, we you do... also publish a newsletter, right? Yes, I do. So uh, give us a call and have your email added to our list. Um, or just ask to have the newsletter sent to you if you want to try it out first. And we'll do that. It's, um, it'll be out for the entire month. And I know folks can reach you at Blue Mountain Veterinarian Services website. What's that address? BlueMountainVet.ca. Dr. Gray, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk of the Town. Thanks, John.